welcome to StockTwits After Hours, where we provide a quick rundown of the day's market action from the folks at StockTwits, the largest community of investors in the universe. Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to StockTwits After Hours. I'm your host, Riley Rosenberger, alongside head trader at Trading Experts, Shake Prisby. Shake, today is Tuesday, May 11th, and we saw an epic turnaround Tuesday. Yesterday, we talked about how we might be in a risk-off environment. After today, is risk back on? Definitely a solid turnaround today after we were looking at prices deep in the red in the pre-market. As the late selling from yesterday continued into this morning, we still saw the S&P close down about 1%, the Dow around that mark as well. But the NASDAQ and tech names really led the bounce back as they closed the gap today. And we really saw the most beaten down names, which largely consisted of software names that did so well in 2020, get the most love in today's action. Those value names that have been leading us higher this year did not show the same gusto in the bounce back move today. So now the number one question for the rest of the week, can tech continue to lead? Was this a one day wonder, a dead cat bounce, if you will, or was this a bottom before another march back to all time highs? So today's action definitely makes for a very interesting rest of the week. We'll have to keep a close eye on those tech names to see if they continue the strength. And we have a very important economic number coming in tomorrow in the context of what's been moving markets. we got a CPI number coming, a consumer price index for the month of April. Last month, we got the largest month-over-month increase in almost a decade as prices rose 0.6%, which only fuels the inflation narrative further. So if we see another piece of data like that tomorrow, could be bad news for stocks. Yesterday, we spoke about the Colonial Pipeline getting hacked, leading to the 5,500-mile pipeline being shut down. Any updates on the gas situation out on the East Coast? We're seeing the situation turn pretty dire in the southeastern parts of the U.S. where gasoline supplies are getting stretched. In North Carolina, about 8.5% of gas stations are empty, around 8% in Virginia, as well as 6% in Georgia. So we know how people react in times of panic. You know, we can look at the toilet paper during the pandemic. People are rushing to gas stations across the southeast with gas lines a few hours long in some parts of the country. The bounce back reaction is only making the situation worse with demand jumping 40% this week across the five states as people fear supply just flat out running out and they're going out and filling their entire fleet of cars up. The, the pipeline's supposed to be up and running at the end of this week, but if it's not, this situation could get dire pretty quickly with the way people are reacting. Stanley Drunkenmiller, the legendary money manager, made a guest appearance on CNBC this morning. He took some shots at the Fed. How did Drunkenmiller dunk on Jay Powell? So for a little context to our younger listeners, Stan Drunkenmiller is one of the greatest investors of our time. He, alongside George Soros, famously broke the Bank of England in 1992 on their way to making a billion dollars in a day. So when he speaks on the economy, it's worth listening as he's often pretty spot on. So he came out to CNBC today, as you so eloquently put it, to dunk on the Fed. He was criticizing the fact the Fed's policies of holding interest rates down and buying trillions in bonds while markets are thriving, the economy is booming, will have negative long-term implications. He said he couldn't find a period in history where monetary and fiscal policy were this out of step with the economic circumstances. His main concern here was over the long-term health of the U.S. dollar, back to that inflation narrative. Drunken Miller is worried the heavy debts and deficits the Fed is taking on will threaten the dollar standing as the world's reserve currency. His timetable was about 15 years, and he added that he believes there's no doubt there's a mania among all asset classes going on right now. Later in the day, St. Louis Fed President James Bullard defended the Fed's actions, saying the pandemic was a once-in-a-lifetime event. So we'll see what's to come of this. Drunken Miller is not one of those fear-mongering guys. He sees everything with a pretty straight lens. So definitely some concerning statements we got today. Gaming stocks have been red hot as Roblox ripped 21% after last night's earnings report. Today we got earnings from EA and Unity Software. 
Let's start with EA. How did its quarter come out? This is a really solid report out of EA, even though shares are dipping 8% or two after hours. So they slightly missed on the EPS side, but they delivered on the other most important aspects, starting with bookings of $1.5 billion, beating estimates by about $100 million, driven by Apex Legends showing steady growth all year. They're expecting the growth to accelerate in 2022 as they expand their blockbuster franchises to more platforms across more geographies, along with a deep pipeline of new content slated. So this was definitely a positive report looking forward for Electronic Arts. What about Unity Software? This stock made its trading debut last September and more than doubled by December before crashing back to earth. Did this gaming stock see strong growth? So in the first segment today, we were talking about the most beaten down names leading today. And this Unity Software was the perfect example. It rose 4% today and still closed over 50% off its highs. But these earnings were strong. They beat on top and bottom line, along with guiding higher for the year. They're able to grow revenues at 40% with a positive outlook. From a valuation standpoint, the stock has to be getting somewhat attractive. As it's trading around 23 times sales with this report, they were trading over 100 times sales last year. That kind of displays the madness we saw in 2020. But these earnings definitely look like they can have Unity make a comeback this quarter. Fubo TV also reported earnings after the close. The stock is gapping up more than 20% after hours. What caused the streaming service to surge? Huge, huge beat for Fubo, another stock that's been crushed in the growth stock murdering we've seen this year, closing almost 70% off its highs. But these earnings showed some great growth as they nearly doubled across the board of financial metrics in Q1. Revenue up 135%, subscribers up 105%. The CEO believes it's an inflection point for the company as it's the first time a Q1 report showed such great numbers. This is usually the weakest quarter for them seasonally, But the sequential quarters of revenue and customer expansion show consumers are increasingly cutting the cord to the benefit of Fubo. All righty, Shake. Well, that's a wrap. We'll see if stocks can follow through on today's action. Tomorrow, we'll keep an eye on that consumer price index report and we'll get earnings from Poshmark and Sonos. We'll be back tomorrow. After hours. To learn more and subscribe today, visit stocktwits.com. All opinions expressed by the host and podcast guests are solely their own opinions and do not reflect the opinions of StockTwits or their affiliates. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended as a recommendation to buy or sell any security. The podcast is also not a research report and is not intended for the basis of any investment decision. Guests may maintain positions and securities discussed in this podcast.